my love, have you secured your exclusive spot yet in the Cunty Truth Mastermind and Retreat? If you're hearing this, there is still a spot for you. So join us now. This transformative small group intensive promises exponential growth and enjoyment for each participant as it will have you stepping out of your current comfort zone and routines and connecting with other badass feminist entrepreneurs. With high accountability, my facilitation and coaching, and personalized KPIs to track and present, you'll unlock your inner truths, your inner cunty power, and supercharge your success in life and business. Join us as we acknowledge, activate, and hold each other accountable to our cunty goals and dreams for 2024 and beyond. Discover the deeper truths and power within you that are just waiting to be harnessed. Your ticket includes the six-night retreat in South Portugal, where we will alchemize and celebrate in style at our luxurious private villa on the sunny Algarve coast. This retreat is not just about traveling to a beautiful place. It's about fun, growth, and luxuriating yourself. Don't let this life-changing opportunity pass you by. Book your call now with me at cuntycoaching.com retreat, or the link is in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so act now to preserve the intimate space and benefit from this exclusive experience. I'll see you March 1st. Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness, the uncensored show that explores how to live your truest life, what tries to get in the way, and how to grow your business as a result. I know you want to be more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and authentically you, and you're in the right place, babe. I'm your host who's the most, Naomi, CEO and head life and biz authenticity coach at Cunty Coaching. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness. I'm so excited for our episode today because it is a guest episode with the one and only Rochelle Ford Wilson. Rochelle is a queen embodiment coach for moms. Did I say that right, Rochelle? Yes, you did, honey. Yes. So I'm going to let Rochelle do a little bit of a self intro as well, where she's going to tell you more, a little bit more about what is a queen embodiment coach for moms. Tell me more. It's so juicy and delicious. Um, and today I'm, I'm really excited for the very first guest episode um, to talk more about what look, what cunty life and business looks like for mm-hmm. us everyday feminist, badass entrepreneurs who are just sick of the status quo and we want to do things our own way. Yes, honey. Let's yes. do it. Rochelle, tell the people. Oh my gosh. I am so freaking excited that I'm number one your first guest and number two that you started this amazing podcast. I adore you and I adore the entire brand that you are building. So kudos to you first and foremost. (laughs) You're so welcome. Thank you for having me as well. I'm so, so, so grateful. Um, so yeah. Hello everyone. Hello, my cunty followers of Naomi. Um, my name is Rochelle Ford Wilson, as she said, and I am a queen embodiment mentor for moms. And basically what that means is I support moms in reclaiming all the pieces of her that are outside of motherhood, outside of this typical status quo of what a mom should look like, what a woman in this day with children should look like, and really giving moms the permission again to find her inner queen. And what queen means to me is a badass woman who follows her desires, that takes really good care of herself, and is a mom. So it's not an end or it's not an or it's an end. <laughs> so um, I'm really, really excited about being here today, but I'm also really excited to share what I do with your listeners. So thank you again for having me. 
Oh, I love that so much. I'm so grateful to have you here today. And also for everyone listening, Miss Queen Rochelle has her own podcast as well. So I will link that up in the show notes. What is the exact name of the podcast, Rochelle? Yes, it is Reclaiming My Queen with Rochelle Ford Wilson. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. And we'll also talk about other ways that people can connect with you later. But definitely everybody go check out Rochelle's podcast, I have an episode on there where we talk about cunty um, motherhood and, you know, from that lens. So it's just so good. And it's just an amazing movement that we're both part of Um, this like liberation movement, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what does this look like for you right now? Like, how are you being cunty in your life and business right now? Yeah. And I love that question because I think in every stage of life, we're evolving, right? And Mm -hmm. in this new season that I'm in, which we kind of alluded to in our conversation earlier is Mm -hmm. I'm being cunty because I'm creating a new pathway of being a woman, being Mm -hmm. a black woman, um, a woman who has four beautiful children now, a mom of four, and who is taking care of herself while she grows and expands her business and brand, which is my passion. So I think yes. that kind of goes with it, right? It's like, yes. I'm no longer looking at, oh, you know, I'm a mom. I'm a busy mom of four. I got like two young kids and two like pre, pre-teen kids that are keeping mm-hmm. me busy. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to do a podcast, mm-hmm. write a book, take care mm-hmm. of myself, write newsletters for my audience. Like right. I'm no longer kind of, listening to the status quo and the expectations of what motherhood should look like. And I'm now like really stepping into this new season of life where it's like, um, I'm doing it the way I want to do it. And I'm also doing it in a way that allows me to take really good care of myself. So I think that is courageous in, in and of itself is really taking a lens of how do I desire to create a business grow my business, take care of myself, nurture myself, self-love and be a partner and a mother of four in this season of life. Yes. I love it. And I'm, I'm wondering how did you shift into this? How did you liberate, start liberating yourself um, from the more, the confines of, like you said, you know, what we're told as mothers, mm-hmm. um, you know, what we're told as business owners, what we're told as partners, like, how did you start this process of, of freeing yourself from these? Yeah. And I just want to say it's a evolving process. There's no such thing yeah. as I'm freed. I'm still yes. freeing myself. <laughs> Let me be honest here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a Every process. Day is a new it's challenge. a journey. Uh-huh. It's a journey. <laughs> it's true. It's no, but this is real. That's a really important caveat. I really yes. want that to be the listeners like hear that yes. again. It is a process. It is a journey. And like, that's what we really like to talk about here. It's not just, or else I wouldn't have a podcast. I wouldn't have a brand. I wouldn't have a business if it was just from one yeah. to the next. Like, okay, yeah. check. It's There's done. no one top solution to this. It's an everyday right. decision, baby. Every day. Um, yeah. but no, that's a really great question. I am constantly, like I said, um, every single day, you know, questioning when I make a decision, where is that decision coming from? Is it coming from mm. scared, you know, having to follow the rules, Rochelle, having to live up to certain people's expectations, Rochelle, having to people please, Rochelle, having to be a martyr for my family and, you know, make sure everyone is okay before Mm me. Or am I making that decision from Queen Rochelle, which is Mm -hmm. loved, supported, taken care of, healed and still healing and just a place of empowerment, a place of like, how is this serving me in the highest capacity and if it's a no then why am I doing it or why am I saying yes to this or why am I deciding to do this thing so I would say for me the beginning of this process of of living into this new reality of of questioning things and taking more care of myself is I was the opposite for a long time Mm -hmm. I was a people pleaser I was you know thinking that motherhood had to look a certain way if you know my story if any of your people kind of came on board to my podcast or came on board to any work that I've done in in the past Um, I talk a lot about the fact that I became a mom very young. I was married mm-hmm. at 22, had my first child at 21, like mm-hmm. life started early. And yeah. a lot of that, you know, 
yes, there's some stereotypes around a black woman having kids young and all of that. That was mm-hmm. only one section of it. <laughs> the other section of it was yeah. I was very hard on myself because I'm like, because I'm a younger quote unquote, um, I have to be even better of a mom and a better wife mm-hmm. because I have to prove people wrong. I have to right. show them that, yes, I can, you know, be a great mother, be a great provider for my child, be a great wife and, you know, climb a corporate ladder because that's the yeah. time I started a business and do all the things that we're supposed to do at that young age. So yeah. I had a lot yeah. of like those heavy shackles on me of expectation yeah. of what I should and should not do of what I should and should not look like. And yeah. I think in that process of living with those expectations, I started to get exhausted. I was like, yo, who can live up to this? I had a meltdown. I I had a lot of time where I just was like, this is no longer serving me. I'm very um, in resentment of my, of my life. Sometimes I was very sad and people might not see this, right? I smile in pictures. I show up, but internally I was struggling and it all started with me kind of stepping into the world of personal development. So I will Mm -hmm. say that is the catalyst to my change. I started to read the books. I started to follow, you know, Abraham Hicks and all those Mm -hmm. amazing thought leaders in law of attraction and like the work of mindset. Right. And lo and behold, I found my first ever coach. I didn't even know coaching existed at this time. This was like early 2000 and like, what is it? 2014. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know what this is, but I love it. She captured me with um, her posts on Facebook. And anyways, I joined um, this Mm -hmm. one year coaching certification program. And that changed my life. I would say that year 2015 was the year that everything changed for me or started this change. Yeah, because I I didn't know that that existed. I didn't know that I could change my mindset that I could break away from old habits that I could, you know, create a new pathway for me, being a woman, being a mom, being a wife, being who I am and not letting that mean X, Y, and Z. So I would say yes. that's kind of where it all started. Wow. Oh my gosh. I am relatable very much. Okay. I think like from, uh, from a personal perspective, I think that overcompensation and like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of our listeners will be able to resonate with this as well is when you're marginalized in certain ways you feel the need to like overcompensate yeah. in just in order to gain the same, like some base level. Basic of like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Which is, which is bullshit. Right. And that's mm-hmm. a big reason why I started this cunty movement is because it is courageous to do something differently, to see how things are going and see how it's not serving us. And, you know, have the audacity to do things mm-hmm. a different way, to be unapologetic, to just, you know, say, I see, I see the, the limitations put on me, like you said, the shackles, mm-hmm. and literally, like, just transcend them and say, no, this is what's real for me, this is what's true for me, and I am enough. Yeah. And I hear a lot of that in what you're talking about. It's this, like, reconciliation that you are enough. And so I would love to hear more about like how, what helped you gain that in addition to the coaching, like that courage, that Mm -hmm. permission, that like enoughness and, and how is that at this point in your journey? Yeah. How is that like manifesting? Listen, Naomi, I could write a book on it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you have a book, an amazing write... book, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we will talk about that soon. Yes, I could write another yes. book on that. That's a whole yes. other book, which is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> book number um, two. Right? <laughs> it takes so much freaking courage mm-hmm. to, first and foremost, acknowledge that you are actually living in this way. So there's so much people yes. that's un. un, un aware Aware. of the fact that they are even living up to society's standards, not their own. So that's the first part is um, awareness. (laughs) If you are not aware, you can't change anything. You are just going to be living out the same predicament over and over and over again. So for me, I would say that was the biggest um, help is like first and foremost, acknowledging or just naming the fact that I see that this is not healthy. I see that this is not serving me. I see that this is putting a huge 
barrier on my growth of my, you know, my, my transformation for myself and just growing into a woman, growing into a, a person that has goals, has dreams and has, you know, the right to live a beautiful, abundant, thriving life. So I would say number one, it was the awareness piece. Cause again, nothing would have changed if I didn't even know that things needed to change. And then the second piece of that is, okay, now that I know that this is not serving me, this is not doing any justice to my human being, to my marriage, to my mothering, to my overall being of life. How am I going to transcend this? How am I going to move through this? And again, the coaching piece was a huge piece. I will Mm -hmm. 100% give that credit towards you because there are so much beautiful things you learn in in learning yourself because coaching really means learning yourself. I have a question real quick. How did you you realize that it wasn't, it also wasn't serving your relationship and your family. Because a lot of times we do, we overextend ourselves and we prioritize everyone else because we think that it is serving everyone best. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how did you realize that actually it's not? Well, if you read my book and I talk about this a lot in the book, I say, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. (laughs) You will hear me say that a lot. And I still live to that because I truly believe the home is centered around the mother. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. we are the ones who are taking care of the children for the most part. We are the ones who, if anything goes wrong, if there's a boo-boo nice kiss, if there's a problem Mm -hmm. at school, if there's an issue at work, guess Mm -hmm. who's going to be the one that these people come home to and tell this about? It's mom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if mom is like a you know, a shell of a woman that she is, if she is unhappy, Mm -hmm. if she is depressed, if she is unwell in whatever capacity Mm -hmm. that looks like, yeah, it's going to affect everyone. (laughs) There's going to be so much stress and anxiety and sadness because of the fact that mom is not well. Kids feel that babies feel that husbands and partners feel that. So even if we are pretending pretending I was gonna well. say that yes people feel oh, no. when we're, we're if we're not y'all so this your is energy does not lie mm-hmm. yes this is not about just pretending that you're no. well for everybody else's sake because it don't work it, it will come work. to light you ever heard that saying what happens in the dark comes to light if you yes. are hiding the fact that you are not happy you're depressed especially as a mother um, who's mm-hmm. raising children, they will feel that they will see that it will come mm-hmm. out eventually. So yeah. when and the biggest thing I always tell moms is, would you, um, if your child, you know, is growing up watching this version of motherhood, this version of parenthood, and is like, Oh, my God, my mom growing up was so unhappy. She smiled with me. But then I, when I saw her turn around, she was always crying, or she was always mm-hmm. depressed. She didn't do nothing for herself. She was always kind of like daddy's little helper or mommy's little mm-hmm. helper how, how am I going to like, I, your child's basically going to say, I'm, I guess that's what motherhood looks like. I guess that's what parenthood right. looks like. Right. And you don't want that as a parent. You want your child when they become parents to live the best version of themselves, to be happy, to, yeah. you know, be a great person and a parent. So yeah. I tell moms, would you want your child to become this version of parenthood that you're exuberating or exuding for, for them to see? Yeah. Yeah. And if the answer is no, you need to change it <laughs> because they're absorbing what you say, right. not what you, not what you say, what you are actioning, what you are doing. Yes. So if you are not taking care of yourself, if you are literally a martyr to your family, if you are unhappy, full of anxiety, full of depression, not living out your highest potential, and they yeah. see this, you could tell them all the things in the world that sound so great, but they're going to see what you're doing and model yes. that behavior in their own parenthood. Right. Yes. And For the listeners that are listening that aren't parents, I just Mm want to really quickly say that there are so many parallels with parenthood and with being an entrepreneur because I'm, I'm listening and I'm thinking of in both ways, all of the things that you just said, if as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur, we are either faking it or we're not, we're anxious, we're depressed. We like are really unhappy with how things are going, but we're just showing up as if all is well. Our customers, our clients, our audience, like they will sniff it out. They will sense it. They will get it. Right. And a lot of times we don't realize that we think we can just fake it, fake it till you make it. it. No, (laughs) hell no, no. please don't. (laughs) 
We need to be cunty in our parenting, in our life, in our business, which authentic is like the final, the crux of that, you know, like being authentic, people really resonate with that. Mm -hmm. So I love this so much. So you, you know, coaching helped you a lot to come to this. Mm -hmm. And so now what is that manifesting like now? What is, what are, how are you being more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and you authentically in your life, in your parenthood, in your business Mm -hmm. now? Yeah, um, absolutely. I would say the biggest, biggest changer or game changer for me is self-awareness. And I talk about this a lot when I do anything now, when I, when I sit down, when I take a shower, when I'm cooking, I try to be very present with how I'm thinking and how I'm talking to myself. And we actually discussed this earlier. I now stopped being in the busyness of life. And again, mm-hmm. life is still busy. Don't get me wrong. Right. right. <laughs> business yes. is busy. Life is busy. If you have children, if you have like people you're caring for, like life in general is busy for everyone. But Mm -hmm. I think there comes a time now, especially since the pandemic of 2020, we all have to start looking at our life in a different perspective, in a different way. Instead of just being in the hustle and the the movement, then you end up in this weird place and you're like, how did I get here? You have to now start being present day to day to day. Being present with what you're feeling. Way y'all, like (laughs) mic drop, mic Mic drop. drop. I hope everyone just like, sucked in that goodness but I want to go a step further and like tell the people Mm -hmm. how like with examples of how you've done that for yourself because like you said nothing on the outside might have changed like things are still busy yeah but how have you like really found your more peace and more presence Mm -hmm. so that you can be that like cuntiest version of yourself amidst the busyness yeah you have to give yourself permission you have to give yourself permission to as much as my life is chaotic around me. Work is busy. Work is stressful. Life is stressful. You know, mm-hmm. people around me are stressing me or, or rushing me for things. I have to give myself permission to live up to my timeline, to my standard of living, to my overall yes. well-being. And if yes. it does not fit with your expectation of me, then that's your problem, not mine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that comes with the, self, the self-acceptance and the self you know, um, give yourself permission, give yourself permission to create your own standard of awareness of, of living of time. Um, it's a gift. I truly tell every single person that I coach my, my clients in my book, in, in any capacity that you come in contact with me, you have to give yourself permission to Mm -hmm. be present and give yourself that self awareness and self acceptance of what you need in that moment. So if you're not, being present to how you're feeling. So again, going back to what I said, uh, if I'm cooking, if I'm taking a shower, if I'm on, uh, you know, outside with the kids, I love to do this three minute check-in just like, Oh, what's mm-hmm. happening right now? What's going on around me? What's going on internally? Mm-hmm. What do I need? And if mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a red flag's coming, like, Oh, you're getting a little bit over anxious or you're getting exhausted. You're getting whatever the case may be. I pull in and say, okay, what do I need to do now? Whether that's, okay, hand off the kids to my husband or to a neighbor who's playing outside with their kids. If it's take a rest, take a bath, take a nap, um, go journal for a little bit, go listen to a podcast and go on a a quick nature walk. But you have to continuously check in with yourself before, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, before your your train gets off the trail, the the, the train track, basically what I'm trying to say. It's your version of reclaiming, taking your power back and like taking your power back very like proactive and present instead of just waiting until like shit hits the fan or you're fried or frazzled or like burnt out because that (laughs) is like the opposite of just living in your queenhood right like if you're just responding to everyone and everything reactionary right I love that so much um we have to do this for ourselves because when we are marginalized in some way or we're just not the like dominant you Mm -hmm. know group in society right Mm -hmm. 
we don't have people who are going to do this for us or who are going to like look out for us and do Mm -hmm. the check-ins and like make sure we're well and like you know it's just not the norm it's not the norm and this is part of I wanted to say this earlier was the awareness piece like if anyone out there feels bad or shameful or whatever that they're Mm -hmm. not like fully aware just know it's not your fucking fault yeah the system is literally built to keep it's so every the patriarchy has been so like insidious and systemic Mm -hmm. on purpose so that we can be kept unaware yes it it's all very intentional so this comes back to it is so important to take our power back by doing these things for ourselves yes and giving ourselves this permission because no one's gonna give you the permission you no gotta give it to you, yourself honey. no one is going to save you you have to save this is the truth this is yeah. the truth y'all we're this is cunty realness we're gonna we're yes. gonna keep it real you yeah. have to give the permission to yourself do not wait for someone yeah. to come give you the permission do not mm-hmm. wait for your neighbor to come and say, oh, do you want me to have the kids for a bit? No. If you know that you need a minute, yes. get protect your peace and give mm-hmm. yourself the permission. Ask for yes. help. Do what you got to do. Yes. And that's the thing. There's so much shame in asking for help nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're yeah. a parent or not. It, it almost looks as if when we ask for something, that means it's a sign of weakness or this is right. kind of, oh, you can handle this. I thought you're super woman. I thought you're super mom. I thought you're super <laughs> this, super that, which we yeah. all know from our last episode. I ain't about that. I ain't about yeah. the super mom tendencies or this no. whole um, paradigm of being a super human being. We yeah. are real. We are honest, yes. real yes. human beings who have yeah. downfalls, who have hard days, who have all the realities of humanity. And yeah. it's about time we give ourselves that space to be yeah. in our humanness. If that means, yeah, exactly. yo, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I need a break. <laughs> like, like yes, who I have said we wanted to do it all? Like, yeah. who said? No. This is all no. a freaking part of the way the system is set up is to, yeah. like, is to make asking for help look like a weakness and to make yeah. ourselves hold ourselves up to this crazy standard of superhumanness. Like, we didn't yeah. ask for this. We were no. just given this, but we don't want it. <laughs> no, we were giving you the cape back. We don't want it. Yes, we yes. Hang up, I, the cape. <laughs> hang up the cape. <laughs> hang up it. the cape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell moms, especially with this, um, this archetype of queen, queen doesn't mean perfection. Queen does not mm. mean sitting on your royal throne and, you know, having the perfect life, having all the resources mm. to your availability. No. Queen That's means so you're authentically taking good care of yourself as royalty. You treat yourself like royalty. You're not waiting for others to treat you like royalty. Yes. You're not waiting for your partner to give you something or your children to give you something or your friend to give you something. You are giving yourself what you need. Yes. And because of that, you are reclaiming your queen. You are reclaiming your wholeness, your well-being, your desires, your authentic truth, your joy, all those beautiful pieces Mm. of being human. That is what you claim when you claim your inner queen. And I just want to. Yes. Yes. And just going back to the very beginning, when we were talking about that compensation and overcompensation, that tends to happen when we think that we have to be perfect. We mm-hmm. compensate for everything if we feel, oh, I'm not, I'm not being perfect. So let me just like do even better, right? Yes. And I think Try when you're harder, right? And this this really important distinction that you just made about being in your queen does not mean perfection. It mm-hmm. gives us all that permission to stop fucking overcompensating and mm-hmm. like really just believing in our enoughness and like really rooting into that and, and negating that perfectionist bullshit. Yeah. Dropping that because it's not serving you. It's Mm. not serving you. (laughs) Yes. It is not serving us. That is so correct. Oh, this is so good. My next, I want to ask you the next question, which is what decision because you mentioned decision and I believe that like decisions is a very important part of like of living 
in our cunty truth is we have mm-hmm. to make decisions. We can't wait for other people to make decisions for us. We yeah. have to make decisions. So what decision in your life, in your business, are you currently facing that like scares sights you? So I didn't realize that this is kind of a made up term because I, this is literally like my entire life is living in this, this, in this juxtaposition of like fear, mm-hmm. absolute terror, and also like extreme excitement. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you for, for bringing this new term to my reality. I love it. <laughs> You're you welcome. I hope someone else really enjoys this and uses this in their own world. Too. Oh, oh, it will. It will be a trademark from Naomi very soon. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I would say the decision that I'm currently in, in this part of my life, the season of my life, um, that scare sights me is I am now really, really honing in on the, the level of showing up versus am I doing it because I need to, or am I doing it because I desire to and showing up in mm-hmm. all aspects. I'm not even talking about just my business. I'm talking about life. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's the decision. It's like, where am I making this decision from the martyr Rochelle, mm-hmm. the people pleasing Rochelle, the comparing myself to what X, Y, and Z are doing, or is it my deepest, deepest joy and like passion and, you know, juiciness, to do that thing. And I want to do that thing. Um, so I'm starting to now really like be intense, more intentional. And that's another word that I absolutely adore is Mm -hmm. how am I showing up to life? Um, it's showing up to your job, your business, your, your, your marriage, your partnership, your motherhood, your life. How are you showing up in a way that is not authentically true for you? Because you're either doing it because you think you have to do it because you have to show up in a certain way again to go, go with this whole, um, conotype of the perfection, the superhuman, the X, Y, whatever it is that you're living up to the patriarchy, or are you making that decision from your deepest truth? Like, yeah, this feels good. Or yeah, this excites me, but it scares me and excites me. Or no, I'm doing it because I think that's the next step in my business. I think that's what uh, Mm. Tony Robbins did. So I got to do that next. Like whatever. (laughs) I'm using it as a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like it's now time to be intentional with every single decision that you make. And we were chatting Mm. about this earlier and I am starting to now only follow people online that are, basically saying similar things around the piece of do what makes you happy in your business. That makes sense for you and your brand, your awareness, your value, your desires, and then make that good enough. Mm-hmm. No longer. Oh, is this good enough? Because X, Y, and Z did it this way or did it longer or did it faster? or Did it shorter? No. Yes. Be in your own lane and ask yourself, is this decision, this thing that I want to do, this Instagram post, this, um, yes, that I'm going to say, or no, that I'm going to say to this question, is it coming from my truth? And if it's not, how can you decide differently? How can you say no? How can you transition to a better decision for yourself that aligns with your inner queen, your inner country, your inner yeah. truth? Mm-hmm. Because I'm no longer willing to live my life based on someone else's rule book. Yes. That's decisions. I love that so much. Oh, so it's very meta. So like your current decision that you're facing, is this like day-to-day intentionality decisions? You know, like that's what I heard from that is that's what you're working on right now. That's what scare sights you is literally Mm -hmm. figuring out how to live your life on your terms more. Yeah. And taking the responsibility of how that will come out. I used to, that's where the scare sites comes in. It's like, Mm -hmm. I used to to make decisions based on, hey, I know I have to do this because if I don't do this, X, Mm. Y, and Z. But now it's like, no, I make a decision based on my desires, my well-being, my, you know, my inner truth, my, my overall like wellness for the day. Is this going to be adding to it or taking away from it? And then when I do make the decision, I am okay with the consequences. I'm okay with like, oh, well, right. shit. she didn't show up on Instagram for a whole week. Where are you at, Rochelle? Where are you at, girl? And I'm like, <laughs> Honestly, Rochelle, I'm doing her. I'm, yeah. I wasn't in alignment. Yeah. 
And I'm not going to be fearful of people who fall off or say, oh, you didn't post 10,000 times a day. I'm going to unfollow you. (laughs) um, You didn't cook your kids a proper meal today. Mm -hmm. You decided to get takeout. You know, shame on you. Like, whatever it is, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right? You have to truly make decisions based on, you know, where you're at for that day. And that goes back to the piece about self-awareness every single day, being present to where you are every single day. That ties in so well. It's it's scary sometimes, especially when you've been yeah. a people pleasing for so long, when you've been yes. living under other people's rule books for so long. Yes. Even in career, like let's say you're some of your listeners are not at the point of starting businesses yet and they're still in corporate or they're so or they they love being corporate, they have a job. But like, mm-hmm. are you doing this job because you think you have to? Your parents said it's a good career. Right. You know, you decided this thing when you're like 19 years old and now you're in your 30s yeah. and you're like, yo, I hate this, but I'm gonna keep doing this because I don't want to waste all that time that I did. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. You have to start living and thinking from, yeah, is is this serving me still or is it not? Mm -hmm. And it's scary when the answer is no. What do you do next, right? (laughs) Oh, shit. What do I do now? (laughs) Um, It really does transcend, like, leak into so many areas of our life that we realize mm -hmm. because we, you know, are in this system, we have been told what to do so much. Mm -hmm. We've been constantly told what to do and what not to do and how to do it and how not to do it and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff that it is very scary, but also exciting when we start to kind of take that power back for ourselves and, and be in the driver's seat, so to Mm -hmm. speak and say, actually, I'm not going to just listen to what I've been told. And I'm going to actually just do things the way that feel right to me. And, um, I think, one question that comes up for me sometimes and that people ask is like, oh, if I work with a coach, are you going to tell me what to do? Because Mm. I think there is, there are coaches out there and maybe it's more like advisors. Maybe they're not as much coaches. Maybe they're more just like strategists or advisors Mm -hmm. that will tell you what to do. Yeah. But it's, that's not the, the only truth. Like there are a lot of coaches that will not tell you what to do, myself included, because I hate telling people what to do. I hate being told what to do. So I'm not like going to tell people what to do. Right. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that you're similar with your moms, your clients. You're not just strictly telling them, okay, you know, do this and then do this and then do this. You're guiding them. Like what feels right for you, queen? Like Mm -hmm. what is, what is the next right step for you? Yeah. So how would you kind of pull those two apart? How would you explain to someone who is like, okay, I'm trying to get more cunty with my life, get more into my queenhood. How do I bring on a coach without Mm -hmm. giving my power away to that coach? And just trying to like fall into that trap of just like, tell me what to do. Yeah. Well, I will, I will a hundred percent start by saying you are always the one with the answers. Nobody, Mm -hmm. no thing outside of you can give you the answers that will work best for you. Mm -hmm. And again, for the people in the back, did you all (laughs) hear that? Did you all hear that? You have the Mm -hmm. answer that is best for you. Yes. We've been told that everybody else has the answers. You yeah. have the one that's best for you. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. Hiring a coach does not mean you're giving your power away. Hiring mm-hmm. a coach, a good coach, to, to so to speak, is mm-hmm. getting someone to help you clarify the answers that you seek. Yeah. The answers that you have that are so blocked. Um, hidden away on underneath all the shoulds and coulds Mm -hmm. and patriarchy Mm -hmm. and what my parents said and my ancestors said, you know, it's there, but it's hidden under all that junk and your coach that you work with is only there to support you in reclaiming, rediscovering your inner truth. So if you feel that you're in a coaching relationship with someone who's telling you what to do, you might want to find another coach. (laughs) Um, Or talk about that and be like, you know, this isn't sitting with me. Like just, again, give yourself Mm -hmm. permission to be honest with people in your life that are just like telling you what to do or just like rubbing you the wrong way. It starts with you. Like, you, dear dear listener, please, like Mm -hmm. it starts with you. 
communicate your needs, communicate what's not working for you. That is cunty as fuck. That is (laughs) queenly as fuck that you start using that voice of yours to like, to speak, speak it and speak your needs and what's not working for you. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that piece though. I think um, when you desire to, you know, transform your life to get back in the driver's seat of your life, you will start to see for yourself all the ways that you've been listening to other people, to your relatives, to just people that's external to you. Yeah. That you let be right. That you put on a pedestal that you've said, Oh, your way. Yes, that's right. When you get on this, this whole path, this journey of self transformation of self awareness, you will see it for yourself. No one is going to have to come in and tell you, Oh, this is a red flag. You'll start to feel that for yourself. So I, I truly believe that this path of, um, you know, journeying through finding yourself, or as I call it, reclaiming your queen is so yes. powerful. And it's a gift because on that journey, you will start to see in all the ways where you're giving your power away, where you are making yourself wrong, when you should be actually making yourself right and listening yes. to yourself. Yes. And all the ways that you need to come back to your power and get back in the driver's seat of your life. So mm. there is no like step-by-step process on how to do this is more so as you journey through finding and uncovering more of yourself, you will start to see all the ways that you're not living authentically to what's true for you and how you're giving your power away. So I would say, don't be stuck or worried about, Oh my God, should I hire this coach or should I, is the, is my coach doing the right thing for me? Am, am I, you know, listening to them instead of myself when you start doing this work, Every single day, showing up and being present, asking yourself, checking in with yourself on how you're feeling, how you're doing, how does this sit with me? It will start to come to light. Like we said, everything that's in the dark will come to light. Um, So just be with yourself, be with the process. You know, when they say, accept the process, stay with the process because it will lead you to where you want to go. This is exactly the same thing. No matter what coach you're working with, no matter what book you're reading, what no matter what you're doing to get to the, you know, the, the next version of yourself, it will all transpire the way it's meant to based on you just showing up presently and being with everything that comes up little by little. So that's what yes. yes. Okay. So I know you said that there's no like guidebook or like rule book of like how to do this work of like freeing yourself and and connecting but I think Mm -hmm. there is and I think you fucking wrote it (laughs) there's this little amazing book with a purple cover called is it reclaiming my queen tell us tell us about the book yes it is reclaiming my queen at the same same title as my podcast it's all the same amazing um I am so deeply honored and proud of this body of work that I did so in 2020 really quick story time for your guests yes um my father passed away very unexpectedly like three days Mm. before my birthday and Mm. in that time of like tragedy and sadness and just like questioning all the things about life I came up, I came out of that feeling like there's something that I need to do that I have not done yet. What is it? And that to Mm -hmm. me, the answer was you need to write a book. (laughs) I been putting it off again, the busyness of life. We talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. When you're so stuck in the busyness and the going, 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 you start to forget all the, your, your deepest desires, the things that your Mm -hmm. life was calling you to do. Right. Um, so that was a gift of the pandemic and of the, the sadness of, of Mm. saying goodbye to my dad. It really highlighted the things in life that I have not done yet that I really want to do in this, in this time. So I said to myself, Hey, there's no better time than the present. Let's just get this going. So I started writing this in October, I believe, end of October of 2020. And yeah, it took two years, but I did it. I wrote the book, I edited the book and I self published this beautiful book and it's now out in the world for all the mamas, all the queens to read, to have. But the biggest, biggest excitement for me is the fact that one day my daughter, my sons will be able to Mm -hmm. pick up this book and be like, yo, my mom wrote this. And this is a piece of her that I get to live on um, in their world. So that's that the most amazing. like exciting thing. <laughs> it's literally the fact that this is something that I could give my grandkids and my grandkids' children. It's like a legacy I'm I'm leaving behind. So absolutely. And I'm I'm so gutted and sorry, like 
to hear about your dad. I already knew about Mm -hmm. his passing, but just to hear it again, it's just like, it's, it is a tragedy and so heart wrenching. And I'm sure that our listeners, if they were in the room with us would also like express that, Mm -hmm. that condolence. Right. So I just want to, to voice that of course. And I think like this piece about legacy building is mm-hmm. so important for us. It's mm-hmm. it's how we are changing the world because there are a lot of changes that need to be made. This world mm-hmm. was not built for us, but we are here and we are existing and we need to like think about how can we leave a legacy so that we can we can make a difference for our mm-hmm. the next generation whether that's our own kids or just you know, the kids in general, it's, there's, there is, there are things that we can do. There are gifts that we have, these learnings that we are having right now in real time Mm -hmm. that fly in the face of like how we grew up. Maybe, you know, it's like, we're learning things that are just completely different than what we were just like handed, right? Mm -hmm. We're, we're really finding ways to liberate ourselves and creating these kinds of like rule books or not yeah. rule book, but like guide new books. Paradigms. Yeah. New paradigms. Yes. Mm-hmm. hundred yes. percent. It is our time I think now. hundred percent. So, so beautiful. And I will definitely be putting the link for the listeners to be able to grab your book and listen to your podcast and just follow you and jump into your world because oh. Um, It's just such a beautiful world to be in. Um, I'm so, so excited to see how this next chapter unfolds as you take these like these cunty intentional decisions, these queenly decisions where you're prioritizing what's really true for you as Mm -hmm. opposed to what what you've been told or what, you know, what the old version of you would do. Right. Yes. So the last... The last little question I will ask is what is next for your cunty life, your cunty business? Like what is on the horizon for you? Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful question. And I'm so, I finally got to this place because I feel like I battled with this every question that I get about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Naomi. And that's the scariest, but most beautiful thing. I can mm-hmm. ever answer with that question because yes. I used to be such an A-type planner. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of your listeners might be able to relate to that, where right. you always feel like you have to plan every season of your life or else mm-hmm. you're not ambitious enough. You're not goal setting. You're not intentional right. about it. And yes. it's like, I start. I have taught myself in this new season that it's okay to not know. It's okay to mm. surrender to the The bigger picture the bigger plan and Mm -hmm. step into it in such an opening way instead of always you know keeping your your box like this so this new season I'm no longer like I of course I have desires of course I have like cool things that I want to do I want to like you know plan more retreats write more books but in the short term I am now allowing myself to stay open and let the universe surprise me I know that every single thing that I need will show up when it needs to. So that perfect divine timing. And also too, it's like, it's more fun this way because I (laughs) am not closed off to certain opportunities, right? Like I might be like, okay, my next step is doing this in my business, creating a program and nothing else. And then a great opportunity comes and I'm not open Mm -hmm. for it because I'm just so focused on that one thing. Right. So I'm at this stage where I'm like, okay, I'm actually open for, for anything right now of its highest good, right? (laughs) Not anything, anything of it, the highest good. Um, And see where that takes me. I'm I'm definitely really excited about that. So I will say I'm I'm doing a lot of work on, you know, body regulation, nervous system regulation work. That's really helping me, you know, show up much more powerfully in the day-to-day life as a mother, as a business owner. And that awareness and that learning will definitely be translated through my work moving forward. But other than that, I'm absolutely excited to see where life takes me in the next short term and long term. <laughs> oh, I am so here for that. Like, this is this is the beauty of starting this podcast that is all about realness. This yeah. is so important. Like, yeah. we are literally looking the patriarchy in the eye 
mm-hmm. and the ways we've been told to do things, old yeah. patterns, and we are saying a big fuck you. Because it's like, <laughs> everyone thinks that we need to have a solid plan. Everything that mm-hmm. you just said, it's so true, right? We've been mm-hmm. taught that that's our, our worth is in our plans, you know? Yeah. But actually... You're so right. Like there are seasons where we need to surrender a bit and be open, you know, and like not have solid plans and like go, especially in these transitional phases that Mm -hmm. like we talked about in the previous question, like you're really exploring like living Mm -hmm. life more intentionally so when you're in that kind of transition how could you possibly have like solid plans set in in place right yeah you can't I I love that you said that and I think Mm -hmm. our listeners will breathe a big sigh of relief if Mm -hmm. they are in a phase like this and they needed to hear someone else say this because Mm -hmm. we often we oftentimes we just hear that okay, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and this is my plan and da, 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 which is also great if you yeah. do have things planned out. That's great too, yeah. but that's not the only way. It yeah. is okay. It is fantastic. It is beautiful yeah. if you're giving yourself some space to breathe and to let inspiration come in. Yeah. I know you released a new offer recently, yes, and I that's did. probably a product of that. Like you know taking a a breather from having set plans. So tell the people about this delicious offer that you just released. Oh, well, thank you for that opportunity. So yeah, a hundred percent just came through in that, that space, that stillness piece, Mm -hmm. um, which was so beautiful that I gave myself. So this brand new offer that I have is basically, it is called a virtual coach, queen coaching retreat. And what that means is, I wanted to give moms an opportunity to break away from their life. So obviously you're planning a retreat, a beautiful retreat in in Portugal that I'm so excited about. And I know that there's so many moms that are wanting to do a retreat, but maybe they're scared to go. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I can't be away for like a week. I can't be away for five days. I don't know if I can make this happen. And I'm one of them. I I am 100% in that boat, right? And I know that because I've been there. So I said, okay, how can I make an opportunity for moms to break away from the day-to-day, from Mm -hmm. giving themselves a pause on life of motherhood, of like busyness, and basically have a mini getaway without them having Mm -hmm. to leave their home. And I said, they deserve the retreat too, but they might not be able to take one right now. And Mm -hmm. I would love to give them a virtual retreat where you come on to a cozy space with me for 90 minutes and we just talk all about what you need in this season of life. Mm. And that's something that I would want for myself. I definitely, um, I've given myself my own personal retreats, but I'm holding the space for these moms to step into this beautiful experience where we get 90 minutes of just pouring into you of you releasing what's no longer serving you and of creating a pathway as to what you need in this season and how we can give that to you now. So all the beautiful things that we would do on a queen retreat, we're going to do this in a 90 minute session. Obviously we're not taking on, taking on all the things, but the most top priority, right? The most top priority, we are going to dig deep and we are going to have just a delicious conversation and a beautiful takeaway for you to take away from those. Um, You'll get um, through email as well as a follow-up 90, uh, 30 minute call. So it's called a 90 minute virtual retreat. I'm so excited about that. I am so excited for your clients that do this because I too, I am a a parent. Um, My child is four years old and there Mm -hmm. have definitely been times, especially earlier on where young. Yes. Where I would have been like, I absolutely need this because we sometimes don't know how to step away. Like, and that's, that's legit. Yeah. And so I think it's so beautiful that you're meeting your people where they're at Mm -hmm. um, and kind of like starting off this journey towards more like sovereign motherhood. You're starting Mm -hmm. it off in a way that's like, I am coming to you almost. It's like you're meeting them where they are. I think that's so incredibly beautiful. And I 
I'm very excited for the listeners who are listening today to go and connect with you on that offer. Again, it will be in the show notes. You better believe it. Um, Everybody is going to have all the ways to be able to connect with you, Queen Rochelle. Thank you. I so Uh, appreciate it. (laughs) Yes, yes. You are doing amazing work for these mamas. I'm so Mm. pumped for everyone who gets to be your client because this is a movement that was needed like yesterday. Okay. We are, we are behind when it comes to the parenthood movement. Mm -hmm. We need to be liberated. We need to be coached and supported. Parents are out here still doing like way too much, especially moms. Okay. We are like martyring the shit out of this. And it's like, (laughs) we need to stop doing this. We need to liberate. Okay. Please queen. Cunty motherhood. It's happening. It's fucking happening. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So last thing, and we will have this all in the show notes as well, is how do you want listeners to connect with you? Mm -hmm. Maybe like chat and tell you I loved this part of the episode when you said this or like where can people come and and connect with you and hang with the queen of course of course well my absolute pleasure is to connect with moms on IG of Instagram Instagram is my playground I show up when I desire to like I said Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's just a really great place to interact with me I do a lot of stories so you will definitely see some stories you could DM me comment I do a lot of fun polls on my stories Um, but then get on my email list I I actually I love and adore your email list so I should say that I'm a huge fan of your email thank you so much I love getting your replies right I I do I reply (laughs) to emails when I once something gets me I I reply and I love that because you're in my world it's like a very intimate space to be in someone's email Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when you see something that really connected tell us like reply back to us and be like girlfriend that part of your email when you talked about this or what you said about that we love that as business owners because that means our work is actually transforming it's changing the way you think it's like making you you know change your perspective on things or it's just a beautiful love note that you really needed to hear that day. So if yes. you would love some love notes from me, I send them out to my queens on a weekly, semi-monthly basis. But yes. when it comes, you know it will come correct. It will be um, so a beautiful good. way to connect. So definitely get on Naomi's email list if you're not. But <laughs> if you want to connect with me, that's another beautiful way for sure. Yes. Your email list is beautiful as well. And I get so excited when I see them pop into my inbox. I will get better at like replying because girl, I'm I'm lacking on that. It's all good. You better know I am like sending you all the love. I just love Mm -hmm. when it comes in. So absolutely, please everybody connect with Rochelle. What a gem of a human being. I am so grateful that you came on today that you shared so much wisdom and realness you know and queenhood with Mm -hmm. our listeners um this was just such an honor for me and you were the first guest that makes me so excited and happy you have kicked this off in such a beautiful way Mm -hmm. um i am so so grateful thank you so much rochelle Thank you. Thank you so much for this space. I bless this podcast. It is going to change so many lives. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sending my, my well wishes, my blessings, my good intentions Aww. because it's needed. Your work is needed as well, Naomi. And thank I just you. want to say thank you so much for having me as your first guest. It is such an honor. And I cannot wait to follow along to see all the amazing conversations, juicy conversations you're going to have. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Cunty Life and Biz Realness today. Someone in your circle needs to hear this. Can you share it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so this cunty movement can grow? And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Naomi underscore authentically. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you. You can always head over to cuntycoaching.com to work with me, join my events, my cunty email chronicles, and more. I hope you have a fulfilling week and I can't wait to talk to you next week.
This is your country coach, Naomi, signing off. Babe, do you ever feel like you need a mood boost throughout your day? Like you could use some extra country coach Naomi inspo and energy in your ear? I have just the thing. I've recorded five country affirmations tracks that you can access now on demand. In the morning while getting dressed, courageous track. In the shower, unapologetic track. After lunch before getting back to your desk, notable track. These are just examples. I cannot wait to keep seeing you shine bright in this world. They're accessible through Apple Podcasts. Grab them now at the link in the show notes. And in grabbing these Cunty Affirmations tracks, you'll be added to the feed to get future exclusive content. How cool is that? Let's get Cunty! Enjoy! Enjoy!